Welcome to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Angie Barnard, and I want to start off by saying Happy New Year. This is the first episode of 2023, and today we are talking about who you want to be, what kind of person. And in particular, I want to share a story with you about being a peacemaker and maintaining the peace because I know this about you. I know that you want to have peace in your life and you're seeking that. And maybe you want something to happen in 2023 because you think that thing, if it happens, it's going to make you feel better about yourself. It's going to bring you peace. It's going to bring you joy, right? So you want to be a person that is a peacemaker. In other words, if you want to bring something into your life, you gotta be an energetic match for that, right? And you gotta be intentional with your mind, with your time, with your energy. So I, I bet that whatever it is you wanna bring into your life, I bet you energetically that thing that you desire is probably on the same station, on the same frequency as peace and joy. So I want you to think about showing up with that kind of energy. And sometimes it can be just so freaking hard because we're humans, right? And things trigger us. So I want to tell you a little bit about my vision this year. And also, I want to invite you, if you haven't signed up for Clarify Your Vision and you're available on Sunday, January 8th, sign up. There's still time. You can literally sign up the day before. I just extended the 25% off code. It's bliss. Sign up. I'll have all the details in the notes. bit.ly forward slash CYV2023. If you miss it, just keep listening to other offerings and things that will show up. No big deal. Um. Okay. So the thing is, is with my vision is I want to be, because you know I create my goals based on identity. And why do I do that? Because the brain works that way. The brain is very identity-based. Your subconscious part of your mind that is responsible for 95% of your results. And it's it's not just me making this stuff up. I hear this repeatedly from neuroscientists. So it's responsible for 95% of your results, right? And this is the part that has everything, all the things to do with identity. So being, it's not just about doing, it's who are you being, who do you want to be? So for me, I want to be someone who is a peacemaker, who is filled with peace. I was talking to someone the other day and she said, you know, what's really interesting is there are so many women out there that are really ambitious, right? Or people that women that are so busy or women that are so overwhelmed. You can probably think about all these different people in your mind that are ambitious, that are busy, that are overwhelmed, right? Think about them. But how many women do you know that are just relaxed women. Like you're like, when you think about them, you're like, yeah, they're very relaxed. I mean, I don't, I personally don't know a lot of women like that. They're very peace filled. I don't know a lot of those. And I was thinking, you know what? I want to be one of those for real. So I think what's been happening since I've declared this, God has been showing me all these different ways how I am not living in alignment with that identity, straight up. I'm going to give you an example. 
So y'all know the holiday season just passed. And for many of us, we spend a lot of time with our family during the holiday season or extended family. And for many of us, this can be very triggering to us, certain things that they do. You know what I mean? So I won't get into all the details, but pretty much this past Christmas season, I was really triggered by something that someone said. And uh, basically, they were very upset about something I had posted on social media, had nothing to do with them. It was just pictures. And because I didn't put a picture of them or I didn't acknowledge them, they were very upset by it. And the, the truth of the matter is, it's like, I didn't even think about it. Like, I wasn't thinking about that person. I was just thinking about joy and I shared it, right? And they t- made that mean something about them and went to that place of feeling left out and whatever. All these, these catabolic energy stuff started showing up, you know? Then someone else had talked to me about it and said, hey, this person was really hurt by what you did. And I immediately was triggered. I was like, what I did? Like, I had no intention of hurting someone. It just really upset me. And and because there is a history with this person, with other things, my brain is very easily triggered by behavior around anything related to wanting to control my behavior Um, because I've had a lot of pain, long story short, from past experiences related to this person wanting to control my behavior. So immediately I kind of get upset and I start yelling about it. I'm like, I'm not going to apologize for something that I didn't mean to do to like hurt anyone. And I kind of just like went down this path of I was mad and I wanted to leave, just straight up drive away. And this is something I want you to maybe notice in yourself where you go when you get when something triggers you, you know, because we go a lot of us go to a catabolic state where either we fight back, we get angry or we withdraw and disengage. My default, it's been changing a little bit to actually just getting angry, Um, but I tend to default to withdraw and disengage. So I want to just leave. And that's what I want to do. I wanted to leave. But guess what? That day, God made it so the weather was horrific. Like, I don't know. Some people said it was negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit wind chill, which is insane. Cars were in the ditches, all the things. And I was like, I'm not even going to get out of the driveway with my little car, you know? So I had to just be in it. And I didn't want to be in it. I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to feel it. And... um. I really was trying to like shift my energy around it. I kept trying to do all my coaching tools and things we talk about on the show. And I really was just like, none of it was working. And I realized something, if I'm not able to coach myself out of something, then I need to consciously choose to step away. And for me, what helps me is to move. So what we ended up doing was I went to the gym and I was by myself and I didn't drive there, but it's not too far away. So I went to the gym and I just walked around and I was just like, you know, working through my stuff. And I still feel, felt that catabolic energy inside me, you know, it's like this tenseness that showed up. And so I've been thinking about, you know, being this peaceful person, wasn't feeling peace. And I'm often triggered by this person easily. And it, so I was thinking like, okay, if I know I'm going to continue to have these people in my life, which I want them in my life, I truly do, 
I need to figure out my own energy stuff and work on being the person of peace, right? So anyways, another thing I've been working on, identity-based, is being a, just truly being a faith-filled person and having a personal relationship with God. And, you know, I, I feel like I already am identify as a faith-filled person, but I want to feel more connected to God and see God more in everything. And this is the thing, too. If you're listening to this, know that I'm not here to judge anyone around what their relationship with God is. I'm not here to do that. I'm just going to share with you my experience. So um, I I wanting to improve both of those things. One of the action steps that I take. So I'm very intentional about this. I set my identity based goal. And then I think about who do I need to be? Like, what are the action steps I need to take? And one of the action steps for being that faith-filled person that has a personal relationship with God, that feels connected to God, that kind of person would regularly spend time with God, right? So what I've been doing is I've been reading some faith-filled messages every day. And it was really interesting because this new message just came out just right after the incident happened. Um, That affected my energy and stuff. And, you know, I'm also working on being a peace-filled person. So I conveniently read this message. And I want to, I shared it on social media, but I want to read it again to you. It says, have you ever known anyone who seems to to stir up trouble everywhere they go? You know those people? A gathering of people can be fairly calm and enjoyable. But when that person arrives, it becomes tense and unpleasant. In contrast, have you ever known someone who can be in the midst of conflict and seem to de-escalate it with just a few words of wisdom, a look, or steady, quiet demeanor? This is the kind of person today's scripture describes. So it says, everywhere we look today, we seem to see a lack of peace. In some cases and in some places in the world, there is all-out war. In other places, there is unrest. In others, there are disagreements and differences of opinion that make living together or working together uncomfortable. People of peace can go into these circumstances and calm the people involved. Let's say that again. People of peace can go into these circumstances and calm the people involved. They know just how to pray and just what to say to diffuse anger. Okay. Um, It says here, let me encourage you today. Next time you find yourself in a tense situation, choose not to join in and make it worse. Okay. So a peace-filled person, the joy would come from within. This is higher energy stuff. That means external things, the way anyone else is behaving is not going to have power over them to shift them into a catabolic state or to affect their mood. Wouldn't it be so cool to live like that where someone can send you a mean freaking message and you're not even you're not even like flustered at all. You're just like, huh, that's interesting. And then you show up with love and joy back because you're not going to put fuel to the fire because that's the kind of person you are. Like, I want to be like that. So I've been really thinking about that. And anyways, I read that message and I was like, yeah, like that's that's who I want to be. Like, I don't want even when I'm around those people that trigger me. Their actions to bring me down, like what if I was the maintainer? I brought the peace and the joy. What if I was the light? 
Like that's what we're called to. What if I was the influencer of the energy versus them affecting my energy? But guess what? We got to train ourselves to be this person. We don't just show up and be this person. You know, like we have to like intentionally after a while you do, if you train yourself well, you, it'll be automatic. You'll show up and be that person. But I know for me right now, I got a lot of training to do. That's what I'm working on. But I want to tell you a story that I was really proud of myself for. So today I'm working from home, working on my stuff. I drink a ton of drinks all day, like hot drinks, non-alcoholic. I'm talking about tea, coffee, all the things. I limit myself to two cups of coffee nowadays. Um, and side note, Rosta Roma, it's a coffee or not a coffee. It's a tea, but it has a similar taste to coffee, I think. And I love it. it tastes so yummy. So if you're looking for an alternative that's caffeine free, check it out. It's I forget what tea brand Celestial season. I don't know what it is, but if you look up Rosta Roma tea, you might be able to find it. Someone just sent me uh, a little box again in the mail as a gift and I was so happy and it's so yummy. Okay. Where was I going before I got distracted by the tea? Okay. So I'm, I'm home. I'm drinking my tea, all the things. I get a message from someone and I open it. And I really feel like it was a, a stab at me the way it, it started. And this is basically how it started was saying like, I wonder if X thing is on your vision board this year. Like, are these people even in your mind? Because I haven't been active in another group. And it was like a stab basically at saying like, I bet this isn't on your vision board. And it was like kind of mocking that. And I, I, I immediately, so I read it and I was so proud of myself because I wasn't even triggered. I was like, I'm a peace-filled person because I've been programming this identity. I've been working on it. There's still work to be done. But anyways, so I was like, if I'm the person, if I'm peace-filled and I'm a maker of, of peace or maintaining peace, then I'm going to respond in a loving way because that's not going to bring me down. And I had a lot of work to get done today as I prepare for all the different workshops and things coming up in the new year. And um, I was like, I'm not going to let my energy be affected by that and go down. Have you like ever been like so happy, right? And someone says something to you and bam, ruins the rest of your day. I was like, no, that's not going to happen for me today. So I consciously made that choice. And I was like, regardless, I'm going to show up from a place of love. And I can tell you when I started typing a message back, I found myself like I almost wanted to straight up say, was this meant to be hurtful? And then I was like, no, that's just going to trigger them more. So I just thought about love, love. How do I show up from a place of love? And I responded in a very loving way. And I was just speaking my truth. And I was like, you know, I haven't been involved because this is what's been going on in my life. And I'm so sorry that I haven't communicated that. Um, I felt like it was obvious, but you know. Anyways, things are not always obvious. And I feel like sometimes I need to check myself with that. You know, we think someone knows, but they don't know. Anyways, um, so I went on and said like how much I, you know, appreciated them for what they did do and whatever. It was a nice message. And the person responded back in such a loving way. And that would have not happened had I not showed up from, with, from a place of love, from a place of peace. I was listening the other day to an interview gosh, why can't I remember the name? It is so, oh, it's going to get me. Okay, hold on. I'm going to grab the book real quick just because I know that I have his book. Hold up. All right, y'all, I found it. Evan Carmichael. So Evan Carmichael, you may have seen him on YouTube. He creates those top 10 videos, like the top 10 wisdom from, you know, X person. 
And he's just so genuine. Anyways, I have Evan Carmichael's book. It's called Built to Serve. Find your purpose and become the leader you were born to be. Anywho, I was listening to him on an interview and he was talking about how much hate he gets sometimes. And it's actually not a lot compared to like all the great things, right, that people have to say. And he's so genuine and you can tell. Anyways, um, he says what he does when someone leads a leaves a hateful comment, he always thinks about how much that person is probably hurting. That the fact that they're willing to sit there, they don't have something better to do. Like they're going to sit there and spread hate to someone else that is trying to do a good thing that is free to people. Like the wisdom he's providing on YouTube, you know? And um, he said he thinks about that. So he comes from like this loving place. And then he says he always tries to respond in a very loving way to them. And he said, you'd be so surprised at how many people respond back. And is like, you know, I'm really sorry that I said that. And I think I overreacted. And it's like it shifts their energy. Not always. Because, you know, some people like they're so stuck in that energy. It's not going to change. But I always think about this is like, what's going to make you proud of how you show up? What's going to make you proud of how you show up? You know, and sometimes what makes you proud is stepping away from the situation, like not saying anything mean to someone, but truly stepping away so you can get your mind right and your energy right, you know, so you can be a peace-filled person. So I'm just thinking about you and your dreams and your goals for this year. And I know that, like I said, that those things are in alignment with with the energy of joy and peace and stuff like that. So just thinking right now as I'm talking, is there an area of your life where you really feel like you want to show up more as a peace-filled person? Like you want to be the light in that situation. And it's probably something where you're like, you feel yourself kind of like holding on to something, maybe like, you know, anger towards someone or just annoyance or whatever it is. Like none of that energy is going to serve you. That's why... Uh, Vincent Lacchiani, who runs Mind Valley, and they have podcasts and all the things. Um, anyways, his meditation, the six phase meditation, which I really love that meditation, but one of the main phases in there is about forgiveness. And even in the Bible, it talks about, I'm not going to find the quote right now, but basically about how, like, if we want to have certain things in our life, like, we have to forgive people first. Like we can't be holding on to any of that energy and thinking that we're going to be like thriving. It's going to hold, it's going to harm us, you know? So I'm just always thinking about that. And I know, like I said, I know there's work that I still need to do around showing up and being a peace-filled person, but I want to be that person. I want to be the light when I come to any environment, when I'm teaching a workshop, when I'm in a work environment, when I'm around family, when people are driving me freaking nuts. You know, I still want to be that person, like be the light, right? Or step away, get my energy right. So I don't, I'm not putting fuel to the fire. I'm not making it worse. I see people where it's like trouble, like that, that whole um, devotional thing that I read earlier said, it's like trouble just follows them. And, and it's like, you're the common denominator here. But what they, what really is happening there is it's not just them that is the common denominator. It's that energy. That energy attracts all that crap. I know someone in my life that I very much love. And they're like, a lot of times people say, oh, their life is so hard. And they kind of like pity that person. And I love them too. And I'm like, and it's an energy thing too. 
you know I mean stuff happens to us that freaking sucks that's a part of life like all of us like no one is immune from that like we are going to lose people that we love if you haven't already like that's on the way it's coming you know um, so much hurt pain all the things and with that being said I do feel like we are still very powerful creators when it comes to our energy and if we are generating a lot of that catabolic energy, it's going to attract a lot of that stuff that kind of weighs us down and brings us down and trouble and chaos and all the things. Like you might know someone who's like, it just seems like they're constantly like dealing with chaos. Like there's always something going wrong, wrong for them, you know? And I'm not here saying it's their fault. I'm not saying that. So please don't think that. I'm just saying that I think everything is energy. And I think our energy does play a role in things and how things are showing up, you know, and there's some things I don't know and I can't explain. And someone would love to argue with me about that, you know, but, and I, maybe I wouldn't have a good answer. And again, maybe I'm just rambling here, but I just felt like you needed to know these things. Now, another thing I wanted to do in this episode is I want you to hear Three different clips. These are randomly found. I have so many more, but for some reason, these just were on my desktop. I was cleaning up my desktop and I saw these little clips and I was like, I'm going to share these. These are from people who attended or were a part of the Commit to Your Vision program in the past. Um, the ones that I'm picking have done Clarify Your Vision and Commit to Your Vision. So I just want you to hear like a couple quotes from them. And I want you to know the next program, Commit to Your Vision, starts January 19th. You're going to want to sign up the week before. And I will put links to Commit to Your Vision in the detail section of this. If you're like, you know, I, I would need accountability. I want to follow through on my goals. Commit to Your Vision is my favorite program because it's, having a vision is not enough, right? Clarify your vision all day long. I love it. It's so much fun. But how do you actually follow through on being that person? That is what we do in Commit to Your Vision. I just read a stat recently that said that you are 95% more likely to follow through and complete a goal if you have accountability and a specific time that you meet with that person. So think about that in your life. If there's something that you want to make progress on, get that for yourself. The accountability and mark specific times that you're meeting with somebody. Don't be all wishy-washy like, yeah, we'll keep each other accountable, but there's no specific times that you're meeting. That's what we do in Commit to Your Vision. We keep each other accountable in the specific times that we're meeting. If you want to improve your morning, evening routine, we really clarify all that stuff. You focus on one major thing. We have people working on all kinds of different goals. We had last time people working on business goals, career switches, um, fitness, all the things. And I think that's fun. It, it's cool because you guys get to like celebrate with each other. But, I, but this is the thing is even though there are different things that you're working on, one thing that is consistent that will get in your way is the mind stuff. It's training your brain to be who you want to be. Like you all got to do that if you want to bring something new in your life. It doesn't matter who you are. It's because you don't have the mental programming and the habits around that thing that you want to be. We got to get that set up. We also talk about time management, kinds of strategies, which really is just ener energy management stuff. Anyways, it's super fun. And I wanted you to hear from people, again, that have attended uh, Commit to Your Vision. Just a few little clips. I'm going to give some full interviews like throughout 
um, the podcast so you can start hearing from people more. I have so many of them and they're so good. I, d- I literally teared up the other day just hearing what people had to say when I was going back and listening to them. But for now, I'm just going to give you three little clips. All the details to all the stuff that I'm talking about is going to be in the detail section of this episode. If you're curious about any of it, I, I want to say this. If you do want to join Commit to Your Vision, it starts January 19th. It goes for 11 consecutive weeks. We meet every other week on a Thursday evening. And this is the thing. If you want to sign up for that program, do it fast. Because that program, I don't want it to be big. I want people to get to know each other. And I really want us to like go all in on this first quarter of this year and just make each other so proud. Like I want to feel that same way. So so go sign up if that's something that you want to be a part of. You want to sign up by no later than January 15th. That's a Sunday. We need a few days to make sure we get all the information in. Also, the people that attend Clarify Your Vision, they will receive a little discount into Commit to Your Vision. And they'll also have the option to sign up there. So this is the thing. If you want a spot, get yourself a spot fast is what I'm trying to say. All right. So I got to tell you about Kiki. I'm going to play a quote from Kiki. Kiki lives in South Carolina. Kiki is someone who totally has like queen vibes. I'm just going to say big heart. Like a lot of y'all listening. She basically um, is a leader as far as leading a bunch of the social workers in an entire school district. Um, And I met Kiki when I did a leadership program and then we started geeking out about the whole vision board stuff. She did commit to your vision. So here's a little quote from her. I want you to hear the whole episode from her. You're going to hear that later on though, but here's a little quote for now. I want to share something with you. So on my vision board, there are three words, prosperity, passion, and purpose. And a part of the purpose area was me developing relationships with women um, outside of like my familial relationships. So developing friendships with women who could technically be family, but just having established friendships that I felt that I could lean on, that I could just let my guard down and just be myself. I went on my first first official girls trip this year. I had a ball. I did. I stepped outside of the box and did things that I probably never would have done, but I envisioned myself that way. And it's like, I'm looking at my vision board and I'm thinking of all of the things that I wanted to see and do in my life this year. And, and going forward, not just within the confines of a year, but the person that I want to become. And I see myself changing from the person that I used to be. And I love that about me. I love that for me. You know, it's just, it's really exciting to be able to have that opportunity and to, to share it with others. It took all the power within me to cut that clip because I wanted you to keep hearing what Kiki was talking about because she went on to talk about how this work has helped her help more people and the difference it's made not only in her life, but in other people's life as a result. Um, But I want you to hear that full episode. So I don't want to take anything away. So we're just going to pause for now. And I want you to hear also from Andrea Heyman. So Andrea is a nutrition coach. She's very passionate about helping women to stop focusing on food so much and to lose the weight that they want to lose, keep it off, and really truly just be holistically healthy. Andrea took my Clarify Your Vision workshop 
a while ago and she did it live online and I was so honored by the feedback that she provided because she is somebody who also invests in herself, also a fellow coach. I know she's taken other courses and programs and things like that, but to hear that this one made such a difference for her and changed her perspective of how she viewed things and her business and just how she moved forward on her goals, that really felt so good to hear and I want you to hear what she had to say. So here it is from our visioning workshop that, that I took with you a year ago. And I look at all these things and, um, everything I wrote was very doable. And it's interesting because now that, you know, we have a new year coming up in a new cycle, you know, there's a lot of reflection and kind of looking forward. Now that I I guess no, like no in my heart and no in my, my, I like know at my core that I can create things as I want and how it, how I see fit. I'm able to dream such a bigger dream. It's almost like having the knowledge that you can craft, like having su- success in crafting your own vision, you then, it opens you up to so much more because now my dreams that I am, I guess my, my new vision that I'm creating, they're a lot bigger. It's a lot bigger, but I think it's possible. I, if it's, I feel like at this point, I believe that if it's in my heart, then I can create it. And this was a very unexpected, I guess, realization in this process. That's what I love about this process, that once you start to boldly declare your vision and you start taking intentional action on it and you start seeing progress happening, what you do is you train your brain that you are someone who can create things, who can intentionally design your life. And you just start to grow your confidence and what you're able to do. So it does allow you to dream a bigger dream next time around. It gets you excited about the new year. And you know what you need? You need a vision that you are excited about. And then remember, that's not enough. After you get the vision that you're excited about, you actually need to be the person that takes intentional action to bring that vision into reality. And I like to say a reality better than what you even imagined. And you know what you need for that? You need accountability that's going to support you. Remember, 95% more likely if you have the accountability and you have the set times. I, when I designed Commit to Your Vision, I really thought about the science. I pulled in a lot of research at what was working for people around following through. And I made sure the program included things that are going to help you follow through from a brain-based perspective. So again, I just want to invite you into that program or at least come to some round that shows up in the future. Just have it in your radar. Okay, so the next person I want you to hear from is my friend, also fellow coach, Juliana Barbady. And Juliana is a podcast manager. In a nutshell, she owns a podcast management agency. She also is phenomenal at marketing all the things. I'm always picking her brain about all the things. Um, But anyways, 
Juliana took my Commit to Your Vision program when she was living actually in Europe. So the time zone, there was a big time zone from us U.S. folks compared to where she was at. And I remember she was showing up for the meetings at one in the morning. Mind you, she's a mom of little ones and she was still showing up at one in the morning. I'm like, that's legit commitment. So I don't want to hear your excuses around how you ain't got time. You know what I mean? <laughs> got to make time for the things that are most important to you, especially for the things that are really going to help you follow through on the things that are most important to you, right? Okay, so this is what Juliana had to say. What changed? I think I learned a lot then, but even throughout the time, it has how, how long it has been like six months since I did it. And I, I still go back to it and I listen. Like, for example, I'll give you something that happened to me recently. Uh, my dog passed away and it was a very traumatic death. And I actually had to, she was having a seizure and I had to take her to the vet to, to, you know, have her put down. And I was just like channeling my inner Angela, like, this is happening for me. This is happening for me. Like, what is the lesson to be learned? And I really sat there and that really helped me, despite the fact that it was a very traumatic experience, just trying to understand like what, what's happening here. Whereas in the past, I would have gone completely in victim mode. So I think that's one of the biggest things that you're spending that time with you uh, through that coaching program really helped me through that. Um, and then getting down to the nitty gritty of what I want. So when I started the program, I had like a bunch of different goals that I wanted to, to reach. And then you're like, we're going to focus on two. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was freaking out a little bit. But then it really helped me understand, okay, like these are the two most important things that I need to work on. And if I work on those two things, everything else is going to flourish. And they did. All right. You heard her. Everything else flourished. So you know energy is everything. And when you pick one area or two or whatever it is that you're really going to focus on and you send all that anabolic energy there, you know it's going to affect all the other areas of your life. And that's why I love this program so much because I see so many areas of people's lives improving. All right. So I know I said I would give you three quotes. I'm going to have to give you at least four and I'm holding myself back not to give more because as I'm going through these folders, I've been playing back some clips from past Commit to Your Vision participants and it gets me so excited and it makes me think about how I like I want you to know these kinds of people like you need these kinds of people in your life. And this is the thing with this group is it's it's not about me. It's about you and it's about the community that helps you. In fact, I'm in the course with you working on my own stuff too. Like that's really the approach that I take. Um, and I share my stories and we're celebrating together and I feel like it just makes it so fun. And the thing that Jen, that you're about to hear from, Jennifer Walter, who I call Jen, let me backtrack and tell you a little bit about Jen. So Jen works in the nonprofit sector, um, just another big heart here. And the thing with Jen is she has taken probably everything I've ever put out um, as far as my coaching and courses and done some one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, clarify your vision, commit to your vision, all the things. And I've seen such a transformation in Jen's life and just even how she shows up that I'm like, you need to come coach with me and help other people make these kinds of transformations. So Jen is actually helping me run the Commit to Your Vision program. She's actually directing the program. So you're going to hear Jen talk about, like, you're going to hear what she's going to talk about here in a second. So I won't ruin it for you. Here we go. 
um, one of the things that I really learned is tackle the small things first. I want to make huge, big goals. I want to change my life in a, you know, in a second. And um, year after year, I'm trying to change my life in that same way. But through Commit to Your Vision, I learned from not just Ange, but the group, the community, that it was those little steps, the person who decided they wanted to have fun in their life that made that a priority and somebody else who did self-care. I thought they were too small of things when I was thinking on my own, but when I started listening to how they changed their life and what they were doing with that, I realized those were the little steps I needed to take first that I couldn't tackle every piece of it. And so, um, I started looking at it. What are those self-care? So taking a little bit of time to craft, uh, each week, if that's what I really want to do. And if I don't want to do it, if I'm feeling overwhelmed by it, then I can also put all those things away and clear space for what it is that I want to do. And I really feel like our work together has opened those doors. Um, it's also opened the doors to realizing that, you know, when something sounds fun, I just can go out and do it. Um, I, was feeling a little tired and overwhelmed over the weekend, not for any particular reason, but I could have just kind of laid there and ignored life. Instead, I did get up and I made the choice to clean out a flower bed. Well, I, you know, I really enjoyed that. I had a lot of fun and it was about being intentional in my life and thinking about the steps that we take together and commit to your vision that, you know, a little bit makes a big difference. I, and says, says this all the time, but I really believe it and think about it too, throughout my life. Like those little steps, 10 steps, 10 minutes of exercise, 10 minutes of work here, um, working on your goals makes a difference. I love so much that Jen pointed this out. One, you heard her talk about, it's not just me, the community. And there's so many people that talk about that. If I played more of the other clips, that was probably the most common thing that said is like having that sense of community, um, really connecting with each other. And the thing too that she emphasized is that it really is about the little things. So I want you to know in this group, all the little things are celebrated and you need to do that for your brain. You don't actually want to wait until you hit huge milestones to celebrate. You actually want to celebrate along the way because that tells your brain to keep going. In fact, there's all this research too about like how people will get a trophy and award and they'll just give it away because they don't want their brain to have an association with like, that's the only thing that matters is the end. No, because there's a bunch of things we need to do along the way to get to that trophy and we need to celebrate all those little things. There's lots of training involved. And that's really what this program is about is training you to be who you want to be. And you want to be a joyful person. You want to be having fun along the way. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, so I'll leave you with that since this episode is getting longer. But I'm telling you, it's so hard for me because there's so many other clips I want to share. But maybe we can do that in next week's episode too. Just bring in some more people. And it's just fun for you to hear some of the people that are part of this community. So you can see that these are your people. I, I promise you would like them. Okay. All right. I hope you are considering joining the program. If not, no worries. Keep listening to the show. I'm just so happy that you're here. I want, I'm over here cheering you on no matter what. 
Um, if you do want to sign up for anything, all of the details are going to be in the description of this episode. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot me an email at angembarnard at gmail.com. Leave a review if you haven't and have the best freaking day being somebody who brings the peace and is the light. Really think about that when you find yourself that energy shifting. It's like stop and ask yourself, what do I need? One of my favorite questions is to do that. I put like my hand on my heart and I'm like, Ange, what do you need? And sometimes I'm like, I need a break. I just need to step away. I need some more love. I need something to eat. I need to move my body. I need to sit down and write my thoughts out because I'm feeling overwhelmed or whatever it is. But that question really helps. Be the peacemaker. Ask yourself what it is that you need and commit to that vision. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.